Hey, hey, how fun, a bonus episode. It's kind of fun to post something not on a Monday because usually my Sunday nights are full of kind of the prep work that goes into posting it for the next morning. So it's kind of fun that it's not on a Monday. So enjoy a fun little extra episode. But today is the second installment of the eight years, eight big questions that I recorded with the love of my life, my sweet better half, Christopher. (laughs) If you heard last episode, gosh, I just, when I think about the intro and the outro, y'all, my voice was like six octaves lower than it was now. I was so sick when I recorded that, but I just, I'm so glad y'all, I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. I already sound so much better. And for some reason, when I get a cold, it affects my voice and I don't understand why I've actually talked to some doctors about it. And I think I might actually like go see a specialist because it's actually shocking how much I lose my voice. But so it, I mean, it makes me think because I've just talked to so many friends in tons of different cities and I just feel like everybody's sick right now. So if you're listening to this and your family is healthy, praise the Lord. Be sure to pause and be thankful because I kind of feel like when my family's sick or when I'm sick, I'm always like, oh Lord, like, please, please, please. And then when my family's better, I never think to like thank him for our health, if that makes sense. So I also think that at this time of year with like the days being so short, and I know we're past the winter solstice now. So praise the Lord, the days are getting longer. But y'all, this week, it was just like the day of the winter solstice. It was just like, gosh, 8.30, 2 p.m., bad. And I hate it when Christopher goes to work and comes home and it's dark both times. That feels like weird for the whole house. But also, you know, Christmas is upon us. I'm so excited. And for me and my family, we're kind of trying to figure out what it looks like Christmas, like traditions and that type of thing, like the 24th and 25th. So my question to you, I, I'd love to hear your thoughts. I will probably post a poll on the Instagram. Growing up, did you do most of your Christmas activities on the 24th or the 25th? Because for me, the 24th was always the day and it was actually really cool. I don't know if you know, but Santa does special delivery days sometimes. And so for the Brewer household, Santa did a special delivery drop while we went to church. So every time we went to church, Santa would come through the chimney, visit our house. And then when we came home, we got to open gifts. And it was always like a very traditional experience. I'll probably talk about it on the Christmas episode, but it's just, it's kind of funny to think about as an adult, the logistics behind all that without saying what I'm saying, you know, code. Anyway, I am going to just cut this off before it gets too long, but let's just go ahead and jump into part two. Y'all enjoy. Okay, so this is wild. As as I think about the next question, I am baffled that this happens to be the next question because you're going to love it. And it happens to go with exactly what we were just talking about. So number five, what are some things that you think will be a part of our grandchildren's future? Whoa. I knew you would like this one. And for the record, I did not read these questions. But like, don't you love this question? It's a great question. What will I think will be a part of our grandkids? Do you want me to start? Yeah, please. Um, so the two things that, and this feels very off brand to every mommy's a friend, but like I, I have never been this person in my life, but as of recent, or maybe as of like the last couple of years, I've become such an introspective thinker. Like I truly catch myself sometimes just sitting there being like thinking. I know it's weird to say. So something that comes to top of mind is I was talking to you about this the other day about autonomous cars. Literally, my mind is blown into pieces, into shreds. It is spaghetti when I'm thinking about 
that there will be a time, and is it in our lifetime, that there will be 100% autonomous cars. And I'm not trying to just like make you like put out these statistics, because you don't know. We're not car manufacturer family, we're a coffee family. But I'm shocked to think about the fact that there will be a time when there will be interstates full of autonomous cars. So what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, that's wild. So I think it's like if you reversed back to what our grandparents thought would be there in 60 years, they would have never guessed an iPhone and sitting here talking about things on a podcast. So, but I don't know. I kind of went, when you asked that question, I thought about it in a different way. And I thought about something I hope would be there. And so just had like uh, my granddad, we call him Dune, uh, write a list of books to read. Yeah. And I love that because it's his like kind of value list in a series of books that I now two generations later have. Yeah. And that's a treasured thing for me. So I would love to do something like that. So I hope my grandkids know at least how we thought through life. Wow. So that's what my hope is there in two decades. Yeah. That's a great point. I really think it was absolutely, it felt otherworldly to watch you and your brothers sit next to Dune and hear like his thought on things. And I watched y'all be very quiet hearing his thoughts. And Dune has this voice. I mean, he spoke at our wedding. He spoke the Irish blessing over our wedding. I mean, truly, he's one of those people. If he knew what Cameo is, and I know you don't even know what Cameo is, but Cameo is basically a company that celebrities, and usually, no offense, but they're usually like CD-list celebrities, like the Bravo people that I love to watch, you'd pay, you'd know that Lisa Vanderpump could like record like, hey, Anna, happy 31st birthday. Uh-huh. Hope I know. <laughs> so I'm saying I know like- it's for Christmas. <laughs> I'm saying I know that out of all those people, no one matches Dune's voice. He just has this like deep Southern, but also like he has- wisdom in his voice and he has love and he's slow to speak and he's slow in his words but everyone is like on pins and needles waiting for what dune is about to say and it was sweet to watch you and your brothers sit and listen to all the things dune had to say and so that was really sweet i have to say but it's funny (laughs) especially in light of momsy and dune are doing amazing it's so cool to see like their health prevail especially because i'm sitting here with no living grandparents so Right, only living grandparents. But one of the things I was going to just like poke you on is I truly think that life expectancy is going to increase. I really think, and it's like makes me think of the Will Ferrell, like with my, with my modern, and what is the word? Oh my gosh, you're butchering this quote. (laughs) It makes me think of the, like. It's Caledic and Ice. Yes. Okay. And it's with modern, advances in modern medicine and my high level of income. I could live to be. It's not inconceivable. I could live to be. Sounds like, yeah. (laughs) Oh, but wow. I'm just saying, I will say that I just think... What a throwback quote. Good I just job. wanted to make you get Yeah, that was great. Okay, so number six. This one's going back to just us. It's not as big, you know, otherworldly. What would you change in the past eight years? Or better said, if we were still able to be to this outcome, like if we were still able to be in Seattle with our two kids and all the sweetness that this is, what would you have done differently? Is there uh, something you would have done differently? Everything. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) You know, it's funny. We have moved around so much. I'm really thankful for that. It's a blessing because it's taught us a ton about perspective. And we wouldn't have a lot of the relationships we have right now had we not. Yeah. I do miss the concept of being somewhere for a long period of time. Yeah. 
you know, again, I, I wouldn't change that now because we have so many friends and relationships and we know a lot about the U.S. and we would have never known those things had we not. Yeah. But there is something sweet to think about just had we stayed in our first house in Louisville. Yeah, I don't know. It just It's an interesting thought. We'll never know the difference. We wouldn't be where we are today without it truly, but it would be interesting to know what it's like to hang in an area for more than a couple of years. And I think that we have talked about that that it is important obviously to give our girls quote-unquote stability like I I will be the first to say and I've said it before that it's so important to give your kids perspective that's hugely important and that you can give your kids perspective with staying in the same place we've just chosen to give our kids perspective by moving them around and reminding them that like this world again going back to the blip like we have our family we have our faith we have we're very comfortable but it's all it, it, it can all change and we're thankful that our family is still so close even though we've moved and even really if you sit it to extended family like I just think about the fact that the people I call on a regular basis are my sister-in-laws those are the people I call and those are the people I I care about but it's fun exactly what you said that I have best friends from every city. My best friend of my whole life, she literally, I met her when I was 11 years old. I'm still calling her. It is sweet. It is sweet to see how the Lord can provide in each city in different ways. And really you don't have to like delete certain things. It's not like we have a capacity. We are able to just expand. Yeah. And that's really sweet. And I think that it's really easy when you stay in the same place to think that your world is that place. Yeah, great point. But I'm going to take it to a whole nother, you could say, world. Number seven, do aliens exist? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my goodness, this is the biggest surprise of eight years of marriage. Oh, uh, wow. <clears throat> do I think aliens exist? Yeah, I, th- I kind of think they have to. Personally, I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on for a minute. What you think? I've been abducted. No. <laughs> I So I believe in God. I believe that the Bible is real. But I, I also know that God's bigger than anything we could ever imagine. And so, and the universe is bigger than anything we can understand as people. So I have to believe there's more out there that God created. And it doesn't really change my view of him as much as, I mean, there's a lot out there. And mm-hmm. I feel like we as a human society are fun, but... I would probably get bored if I were God and it were many, many, many years. So I'd probably make a few more things. <laughs> like biggest LOL of my life. Like we're putting such like personification on God and he is literally a divine being. That being said, I like agree in a sense, but I also am like, it doesn't change my reverence to God if if earth was it or earth wasn't it. I know enough, but I'm, I have become, as I've gotten older, completely content in the fact that faith is about not knowing everything. And the best thing we can do is doubt and ask these questions and have these fun conversations, but it's okay. I've completely found rest and it's okay in not knowing. And in fact, I feel like that's parenting. You just don't understand. Maybe you don't, that's what children are, or just little aliens. I, truly, literally, sometimes, especially... Kate today was an alien to me, but you might be right. Who knows? Okay. So I'm bringing it back to us. This is our anniversary episode. It's the eighth question. I do have one more bonus question to ask you, but let me just end with a really sweet one for eight years of marriage. How do you think we make each other better? So I'm going to answer only speaking for myself because I don't want to sit there and say I make you better in any way. 
Because you don't. Yeah, I wonder most days. But, <laughs> you know, I, th- I think there's a few things that you really, really do that are important. I think that you soften me up in the best way possible. You know, for any of those that have been on the other side of a table, me when I'm not super happy, I can be less than pleasant. And so Annie pulls me back from that a lot, which is wonderful. You know, I think that you've made me so appreciative of being a husband and being a dad, and you've become my best buddy through all that. And so, you know, you've made me really thankful, I think, for a lot of things. you made me really have a broader perspective beyond myself, and I'm thankful for that. I think that you've uh, modeled commitment, right? So pulled you around a million places and so it's sweet that you stuck with me through that and I I think you've modeled a lot of grace there's a lot of things that I have been less than stellar at uh, or been less than stellar to be around and you are just wonderful through it all and so model a lot of grace as well so I think you've made me better by showing me those things that's really sweet buddy when I think about this question you're everybody's quick to be very self-deprecating of like, oh, I can't possibly make someone better. But you know that I don't have a self-deprecating bone in my body. (laughs) (laughs) You don't, no. But I will say that when I think about how we make each other better, it's so easily, how do you make me better? I have said my whole marriage, our whole dating relationship, you could be the right person for anybody. I feel like I am a little more specific. Like I could rub people the wrong way you, Christopher, you are so full of grace and so capable of just loving so many different types of people. And I have literally sponged that off of you. I think the only reason I am a kind human being is because of you. You are so tender. You literally just see the best in people. And I'm so thankful for that. But what I will tell you and what you will be excited about, because I really thought through this, (laughs) is when I think about how you make me better, I think about the fact that you are, you being like the strong base of a springboard gives me the openness to be able to go where I want to go. For me, and I know that this will transpire to our girls, that you are the strong base in our household. You are the springboard and you are fully open to whatever angle we want to go. You have given me the opportunity to live whatever dream I want to live. I fully know that if I wanted to be honestly the breadwinner for our household, you would let me do that. You would give me everything I need to be to be that. But you also, in a different way, have allowed me to be the breadwinner of our household by getting to be with our girls every day, getting to love on them and getting to watch them grow. It is it is the gift that is truly clichely priceless. It I pinch myself every day that this is my life. The fact that I get to squish these sweet girls all day. They're mine and I get to I get to love on them and I'm so thankful that this is my life. But I will also say that we talk a lot about how I have given up this career and that it is difficult to think about the fact that I am no longer working outside of the home. I just feel like I'm thankful and I also know that you've given me the ability that if I ever wanted to step back into that, you'd fully support that and I'm thankful for that. And I just feel so thankful that this is the mom path I'm on, but I also in like an alternative reality, which going back to does aliens exist, 
I feel like there's an alternative reality of me fully being this working outside of the home mom. And I just could fully see you being just as great of a husband for that. So going back to my original point, you could have probably married anybody. Thank you so much. I love you so much. I I just don't know what life would look like if I wasn't married to you. Yeah, let's not push it. Because uh, I don't want to find out what it's like without you either. I love you too. That was really kind. The only comment I have is a springboard. If you run straight at it from the opposite side, you <laughs> would just happen? smack into it and fall backwards. <laughs> so that's the only way not to run at me is straight at me. Cause... Well, sometimes that happens and I do know. But and happens. then I end up falling over. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, that was, that was really, really kind. Thank you so much. That means a ton. I love you. And it's it's fun to reflect on eight years of marriage and... You know, I'm interested to see if this podcast will be happening in eight years from now. Good question. So do you think it will be? So all I know is that I've said it the whole time, that I have a year's worth of content. That being said, we're practically six months into this. Whoa. Isn't that weird? Really? We're coming up on it. I don't know what it exactly would be, but we're like halfway through. If you think about it, I have about 52 weeks of content prepared, and we're at the 20-something episode. Like, we're getting close to the... halfway mark weird so that being said I don't know all I know is that I was going to put my head down for a year so just ask me I guess in about six months and we'll talk about it then wow that's so cool what has the podcast given you in the last six months so we talked a lot about what our marriage has given us what has the podcast given you so in real life I am actually a pretty confident human I don't typically struggle with confidence. I struggle with a lot of things, but I don't struggle with confidence in the sense that I'm pretty like sure of who I am. But like at the end of the day, I will say that starting this endeavor, this podcast exposes weak points. I can't even go back and listen to my first couple episodes because it is literally so embarrassing to me. And it's only been 20 something episodes. I can't imagine, and I'm just like trying to think through that like, okay, so in 20-something episodes, I'll be that much more confident. And I've talked to you about how the backside of it, the editing process, that's the part I think I'm actually thriving in. I think there's a future for me in like editing podcasts because I'm my mind works that way. But I also love this part too, this recording part. That part is also super fun because I get to sit down and do this for fun, have a glass of wine with my best friend and chit chat and talk to all these cool people. And so I am thankful for all of that. I will say, just to answer your question, somehow it has just exposed the weak parts of me and I'm excited to refine those parts and continue to refine them. Yeah, it's great. I love it. It's challenging. I think that's so important. Plus it's, we're getting to, if no one listened to this, we wanted to do it regardless or we, you. Wanted to do it regardless just to document this part of our life because it's been so much different work. The one thing I'll say is if you're ever a professional podcast editor, Mm. I don't know why, but for some reason I view these people with fingerless gloves. Mm. I'd ask you to wear those. Okay, cool. I'll definitely do that. I will probably have to get a tattoo. So with that, (laughs) eight years of marriage. Oh, man. Cheers. Cheers. Eight more. Let's do it. Love you. Love you. (laughs) whoa what a fun episode uh you know we talked about my cold on the episode and my voice just keeps getting deeper so much so that it's christopher hey so i know anna usually does these 
but she asked me to do it, and it is totally anxiety-inducing. It's fun to talk to Anna when you're talking to Anna. It's really weird talking to, uh, you know, no one right now. Uh, but anyways, we had a lot of fun going through this episode. Anna's my best friend, and it is so much fun to get to sit down and talk to her and reflect, and she's really intentional. And I'm really proud of how she's gone through and approached this podcast. The reason she started it, like we talked about in the episode, is to just document our life where it's at. And hopefully the girls one day get a chance to just hear how we're thinking about the world and what some of our friends think about the world, parenting. But I've been really proud of her, and it's, it's fun to reflect on our last eight years and really kind of think about it in light of the journey she's on with this. And so, you know, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Sorry for all the commentary on aliens. And I am a total history nerd. So now you know a little bit more about me, but I'm super excited for you being a part of this journey with Anna and myself and our little family. And hope you have a great day. Uh, if you think about it, go give the Instagram a follow at Every Mom Needs a Friend. Thanks and have a good day. Bye.